Howdy and welcome back to Point of Reynolds, The Front Porch. Sit back, get comfy, and prepare to learn more about the people that you may see or hear about, but just haven't found the time to connect with. If you haven't stopped by before, you can find the rest of our conversations with pointers and friends in the rental industry at pointofrental.com porch. I'm Lauren Jewell, and let's get started. Welcome to The Front Porch with Lauren Jewell. Our guest today is Point of Reynolds Invaluable Information Systems Solutions Engineer, Mr. Daniel Ruiz. Daniel, it's good to have you here. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on. Well, good. Um, all right, Daniel, why don't you start by giving us a 30-second overview of who you are. Um, yeah, who you are, where you're from, and what do you do here? You got it. Well, I'm a product of uh, small-town rural America um, from a town called Red Oak, Okay. In Texas, mm. we're about 30 minutes south of downtown Dallas, which the whole U.S. should know, maybe the world. Uh, maybe not. Dallas or Red Oak? Uh, Dallas, da- Dallas, for sure. definitely Dallas for sure. not yes. Red Oak. Okay, okay, uh, I'm tracking. <laughs> cows and, and fishing and hunting is more of what Red Oak is. We got a Walmart a while back. So All right, I mean, that's the backbone of civilization right that, there. I'm telling so. you, it's, it's the next step up. There you go. Um, I have been at Point of Rental for 14 years, um, got hired right out of school. So what is it that you do here? Currently, I work uh, in internal IT infrastructure. So any, any improvements, any expansions or what have you to our IT infrastructure, we do. I specialize in IT security. Um, I love networking and uh, all of that implies. Okay, so you're like a like a technology bouncer almost if you're into like networking so security speak. and all of so that. You're like the bouncer. Yeah, you gotta get there. It goes everything from um, monitoring all the way to proactive. And okay. Heavy emphasis on the proactive. Right, right. Okay. Very cool. Um, one final question. What is worse, being bored or being too busy? It depends. <laughs> it depends. It depends okay. on what Expand you're doing on that. <laughs> that's too busy. If you're doing something... You know, if you do a major project, or like in my world, if something, there was a major outage, you know, that's a bad too busy, right? Um, so to speak. If there's a crisis right. at hand, then now, that's keeping, crazy. Keeping busy, I'm curious by nature. So okay. I, I, I stay busy already. Um, so I, I tend to be busy. I, it's rare I'm, I'm bored, at least at work. Okay. I like being bored at home. Right on. <laughs> that's a good answer. Um, Okay, Daniel, let's take it back to prehistoric times before you joined Point of Rental. Um, I'm curious, did you grow up wanting to be an information systems solutions engineer? No, I would even say that I didn't know what that would be Okay. (laughs) (laughs) when I was younger. I thought I'd be a starting linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys by this point, maybe working on my retirement uh, package with Jerry, but uh, it didn't Mm -hmm. work out. So... um, it wasn't until I was about 18 when I sat down and thought, what, I, what do I really want to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was a, I guess that's kind of late by, by TV standards and, sure. and, and, and movies. Uh, but it was 18 when I, that's when I asked myself what I wanted to do. And that okay. let, started me down this path. So when did you know that football was over for you? Well, I was a sophomore in high school. And I was uh, playing linebacker of my uh, junior varsity football team. And um, we were really good being JV, and we try to make take pride out of that. But mm-hmm. I remember one game, uh, I tackled a guy, and <clears throat> my my uh, cheap, for lack of a better word, helmet, my chin strap 
slipped up from my chin when I made contact with the oh. guy. The running back's face mask landed on the bridge of my nose, and we were in oh. the air. And then we, I landed on top of him oh. and crushed my nose. And the no. cartilage that goes connects to the bone on your face, it was completely severed and with the skin with it. So for a little while there, I could, able, I could you know, like a blowhole on a <laughs> whale, blow oh. out all the blood. Oh, I remember God. getting up, though, and I was fine. You know, I, would, I, I could have been a lot worse. Like, I didn't have any brain. I wasn't rocked. Uh, huh. But I knew that I couldn't keep playing. Right. I remember walking off, running off the field during the game, and every one of my teammates basically talking bad about me <laughs> because I was coming out of the game. But that was a wrap. That was a wrap for my football career. And that, at that point, I knew that um, I was destined for better things. All right, right on. Things that don't cause blood to shoot out of your nose. So, what was the jump? Like, what was kind of the process that led from football to IT? Uh. I guess growing up, it yeah. happened real overnight for me, huh. um, and I knew that I needed to get get to a place of responsibility, sure. having you know being able to be relied upon from others. So I figured, hey, you know what? What better time than now to to think about that? Okay. And so then you just like went straight into college, and you were like, okay, I'm going to do IT stuff. Yeah, I basically I did about 48 hours of research. No, I'm just joking. Okay. Uh, I did some research, and I decided that you know I found that the tech industry was hiring. It was um, it was only going to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, back in um, 2001, 2000, yeah, 2001 when I was considering this, and I figured that it would be a wise choice, career choice to start down. And I knew that I could. It was flexible. I could change um, as I started my you know growing my skill set. Okay, right on. So pretty much from college on, you've been on track with what you've been wanting to do with your life. You've, you've been Exactly. It's kind of, it's, it's a God thing, I feel. Everything kind of fell into place <laughs> um, time and time again, uh, where although, you know, I didn't, I didn't know where I was going to go, but I knew I was going to be fine. And sure. uh, when I got the phone call uh, and I got hired here at Point Rental 14 years ago, at that point, I mean, the chips kept falling in place. Mm-hmm. So how did you hear about Point of Rental in the first place? I, I got a phone call from Jason Alvis. Okay. at the back of O'Reilly Auto Parts in Red Oak, Texas. <laughs> right on. And uh, putting up some radiator hoses. And uh, I got a phone call and he had the phone interview on the spot. And then he, wow. he brought me in um, what, like the day later, a couple days later. That's where I met him and for a face-to-face in Wayne. Mm-hmm. And here we are. <laughs> there you go. Very cool. So, but I'm, I'm curious, how did uh, a kid from Red Oak working in the back of... Oh, I see. There, like, how did how did you and Point of Rental get connected in the first place? Uh, I, man, my resume at that point was already out for about two weeks, three right. weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I act like it's a long time. You know, it's a very quick turnover for me graduating and then starting here at Point of Rental. Right. Um, so Jason found me. He found my resume okay. and said, hey, you know what? This would be great. Uh, this will be a fantastic uh, interviewee mm-hmm. and uh, made the phone call to me. So if anyone is needing resume tips, you are the person to go to because clearly you had a very hot resume Obviously, that Jason was like, we got to go with this guy. You start with neon paper, neon background. Right on. That's, lime green, I assume. Up. That's what you said with the point of rental green. You were like, this is what I'm doing. You know, that's probably what it was. It was, lime, it was, mm-hmm. it was green and that caught his attention. <laughs> he said, you know what? Tips were falling on his side too. <laughs> right on. Um, and now a quick advertisement break. Want to help us change the world? Point the Way is Point of Rental's employee-led community giving program. We provide volunteer opportunities as a team to help improve our communities throughout the world. If you're a pointer, 
You can find out more about how we're helping this quarter, suggest ideas for the future, and connect with us on our internal Point the Way Workplace page. If you're not, you can still see what we're doing by following us on social media. We're in the business of making better lives. Okay, Daniel, let's move on to your experience here at Point of Rental. I've heard that it's good practice to start and end with stories on a high note, so let's start with your favorite part of working at Point of Rental. My favorite part of working here at Point of Rental is uh, being part of something that's bigger than me. I know that sounds cliche, but uh, Point of Rental is a special place, and I know it's growing. And anytime I can help the company uh, improve in any facet, I feel I'm doing my part, and I get a sense of fulfillment. Uh, out of it. Right. Being part of something bigger than yourself mm-hmm. is so valuable. Um, so now, once upon a time, I heard that you'd left Point of Rental for Greener Pastures. Um, how was that? Well, in my youth and early in my career, um, I could have had, I could have improved on having more patience. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not a stagnant person, uh, not my personality type. And uh, so I wanted to test some things out and see where we we're at see where, what was going on out in the world. You right. know? As you know, uh, as we talked about before, I came one run right out of school. Mm-hmm. And so I had no other experience uh, in, in the world. And I wanted to venture out a little bit, mm-hmm. test out um, the pastures and so forth, see which ones are greener. Right. Uh, but I found that uh, there's no place like home. Hmm. Well, that's, that's encouraging to hear because I also came to Point of Rental right out of college. Um, and it's, it's you know, everyone kind of says, like, once you're there, it's like the world is your oyster, and, like, there's so much you can do, and you're hearing of your friends, like, going off on these different adventures and trying different jobs, and you're like, I'd like to maybe try that as well. I'd like to try that. So it's it's encouraging to hear that, like, you really, like, kind of found your roots here, and you were like, I, you know, went off for a little bit and then kind of right came back. So, yeah. So what what brought you back to Point of Rental then? Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> We, we've, we've had a good relationship since I started, since I interviewed. Right. And so we lived by each other and, you know, and we talked about it. And mm-hmm. he's gracious enough to uh, not, only, not only bring me back, but put me on something that was different. Hmm. You know, monotonous and, monotony and Daniel do not right. go hand in hand mm-hmm. in work. Right. Sure, <laughs> sure. So he really kind of listened to you and like really found a place for you here at Point of Rental and worked with you in that. Exactly. Yeah. He's a, he's a good mentor in that way. Oh, yeah. Of just helping people figure out where they best fit. Yeah. Fit is key, is, is the key word. Mm. Um, having uh, sincerity and uh, putting somebody in a position that's going to best fit them and their personality and their skill sets is uh, something that we've, um, we've done uh, with great... Um, carefulness here at the company, in my opinion, from my, where I'm sitting, and uh, something I'm grateful for. Good. So then what is, so you've been here for a long time, 14 years, minus some green pasture exploration. Sure. Um, what is the best part of having been here for so long? The friends that I've created, that, yeah. I've, that I've created in my head. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, colleagues around that, that we've grown working together on projects. Um, you know, for a common goal uh, to better the company and doing it, doing it month in, month out for so long. Some of these relationships are uh, like family to me. Right. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. And being a part of something that's growing and to say that, hey, I was here when it, you know, it's early stages. Sure. Yeah. You get to see the, the family kind of expand into all these different generations within such a short amount of time is 
and I'm able to see I'm able to see I'm able to see colleagues who were shoulder to shoulder with me, um, and they've gone on uh, into some leadership roles and leadership roles on projects and so forth. And it's good to see. It's a good it's a good feeling to have when you can you can take enjoyment when you have a colleague who has success. So. Sure. So can't make that stuff up. Right. Right. <laughs> so. Um, any insight into the toughest part of working here for so long? We'd always talk about the positive, but is there is there anything that is difficult about working here for such a long time? Well, if you're asking me now what the toughest part is, it would be different than the, pretty much every year that mm. I've been here. Um, right now, it's just dealing with the change. Mm. Uh, it's a good, a lot of good change. It right. is just change, though, and change can be off-putting to some people. And mm-hmm. my, you know, how is it going to impact me and so forth? Uh, very low-level uh toughness if, if you if you're asking me it's right. minor thing in the past um, we've had great problems of having high volume of implementations and so forth customers new customers coming in getting set up and um, existing customers big volume of these cases and mm-hmm. uh, it's a good it's a good problem it's Certainly. a good toughness to have yep. we we like we always do we always rise to the occasion and get it done mm-hmm. and that's one thing that I think that the company is looking forward to with our, at least the U.S. office moving to a larger building, we'll be able to have more people on our team. So maybe an expanding IT team in the future to help um, ease the intensity of some of these cases that you'll have. Absolutely. Yeah. It can only help. So um, is there anything from the early days of Pointer Rental that you miss or, or that you hope to bring back? I did, I did like how we used to stop everything and everybody would circle up and we'd go through the operations process for the next week or two to come. Hmm. Um, it was funny having Bob and Steve, the owners at the time and Wayne and, uh, and just undivided attention. Hmm. Um, obviously that was not sustainable right. uh, to our growth. And sure. I don't know many larger companies or medium sized companies that are doing that anyways. Sure. Uh, we grew out of that. It's a good problem to grow out of. Um, yeah, but it is cool to kind of see like what is everyone doing in the company for the next two weeks and how are we as a, a holistically moving forward. So exactly. that's pretty cool. Um, now, I've heard that you've been vital in getting the new U.S. office set up. Um, what has that been like for you? The, well, I'm, I've never done it before. I've never done came in and start from the ground up on designing and um, working with leadership on the IT infrastructure needs. Mm-hmm. Um, the process has been um, very educational for me, working with our director of IT, Bob Bugner, and um, and then, of course, Wayne. Um, it's been really cool. Some, these are some things that I'm doing. I mean, everything from running cables, Ethernet cables, to setting up enterprise wireless, um, to setting up failover, you know, internet connectivity, uh, what to make us more resilient? These are these are these are things that I'm happy to have taken part in, and uh, I'm very excited to see how everything runs. I mean, I know how it's going to run. It's going to run great. Right. <laughs> I'm eager to see how everybody else is able to perform on. Sure, sure. Setting people up for success is part of your job, um, so that'll be very exciting. Yeah, it's definitely that something that uh, I take pride in. Uh, mm-hmm. This is our my company, our company. Mm-hmm. And so when I get to have a project like this for our company, um, very, very excited to see how everything turns out. So is there anything specific that you're looking forward to um, in your future here at Point of Rental? Well, that's a big question. 
Sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to company growth as well as my career, my own career growth, mm-hmm. seeing other people succeed um, around me. There's a lot of that going on. Um, happy to say I'm part of a team that, that is doing that and taking part in these, these big achievements in the company. Um, I would love to see us open um, another office in the U.S., another <laughs> branch. Right. Um, I think that'd be cool to be a part of. Um, I'm not sure where that fits in and so forth. Sure. Uh, it seems it seems inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. That'd be very cool to to see and to even be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, where would you like that to be? I would love that office to be somewhere that it's it's needed most um, around the people around it. Um, so I can't think of a better place than Hawaii. Uh, right. For that. And um, <laughs> you know. Do what I can for the company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of rental surfboards and heavy equipment, I'm sure. I mean, what better way to market that? We'll have a little surf shop mm-hmm. using rental essentials, mm-hmm. renting surfboards with our logo on it. Yes. How about that? <laughs> I'll be happy to spearhead this project, Wayne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, you've clearly been with the company for a long while. Um, and one of our longstanding traditions is taking part in the annual um, American Rental Association trade show. The biggest rental show in the nation where there are people flying in from all over the country and, well, all over the world, frankly, um, to attend an exhibit so you get to meet lots of people from different cultures, um, all within the rental industry. Um, Beautiful but chaotic scene. Um, So I imagine that you've got some stories from shows in the past. Will you share either your best story or your funniest um, ARA show memory? You got it. Well, it's important to know just the size of the spectacle that the ARA show is. I mean, Mm -hmm. we have... The ARE um, Council, um, they, they mark off cities that aren't big enough or, or don't have convention centers with hotels that meet certain criteria that, um, that they want. Uh, there's, it's a mass turnout of vendors and um, uh, rental, store, um, rental stores looking to buy new equipment. And I had no idea just how big it was until I went to my first one. And my first one was in the Sands Casino in Las Vegas, which was at the time the largest casino, the largest convention center in North America. Hmm. And we packed that thing. So that putting that in perspective, one of the one of the one of my fondest memories was taken was not taking place during the ARA show, during the showroom floor, okay. because um I have tunnel vision typically during those times because mm. there's so much work to be done. Right. Um, even on setup and teardown, but addressing our our booth is the busiest booth on the ARA floor mm. year after year. Um, and so we look like we have a stage and are performing a rock concert, uh, <laughs> if you look at the pictures. Uh, with that being said, we have a lot of customers. And so I got an invite to go out to a private party uh, to a manufacturer of equipment that will, re- will rena- remain nameless. Mm-hmm, sure. um, the party was out. It was in, This is when the, in the ARA show in Atlanta in 2016. And um, one of our customers took me out. And we went out to this mansion in the woods of Atlanta, the forests. <laughs> okay. And all of a sudden, this mansion with lights all on the outside opened up in the middle of these trees. And uh, they had dinosaur fossils all to the inside. They had a Michael Jackson cover what? band. They had... All this food, all these drinks, this dance party, and it was so packed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had no idea of the nightlife that goes on in the backwoods of the Atlanta. Air <laughs> show after exactly right, and I imagine that takes place in wherever the air show is. Sure. All right. 
ARA people know how to party. They, they definitely <laughs> do. New Orleans is probably my favorite spot to go to whenever they have the ARA show. Okay. Very beautiful spot. Um, it tends to have more turnout with our customers. You get to hang out with them mm-hmm. at the show on Bourbon Street. It's cool. What? It's a very cool experience. I recommend it to everybody. Okay. But I'll tell you, if you're coming, if we're taking you to the ARA show, you're working. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're looking. There's eight to 12 hours a day, depending on what you're working on. Sure, sure. Um, and on that note, let's take a moment to hear a brief word from our sponsors. Spoilers. They're terrible. But people that won't allow you to talk about the thing you just saw because you'll spoil it for them are also frustrating. Why it's nearly impossible to have a conversation these days. But you can talk to your point of rental software without worrying that it'll reveal key plot points to the movies or TV shows you haven't seen. Our software is physically unable to talk. So even if it's seen the movie before, it'll never spoil a moment or ask to stifle your excitement. When you need to talk, you can count on Point of Rental Software. So we're back here on the front porch with Daniel Ruiz. Now, Daniel, I've gotten to know you a little bit working with you in preparation for trade shows um, and at the Point of Rental Softball team. Um, And you seem like a pretty cool cool guy, level-headed, intelligent, sometimes funny. Go on. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm curious, if you were to choose to be the greatest pointer of all in either softball, basketball, or ping pong, three of the major sports competitions within the U.S. office, which would you choose and why? Well, they're all sports. Yes, I said sports uh, (laughs) that I would aim to be the best at. Um, I find horse to be the most unforgiving hmm. out of those. Uh, Softball is the most fun because you're Amen. playing on a team and so forth. You get to knock the snot out of a softball, all that good jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it's, I mean, ping pong, you have a lot of chances and retries. Uh, I know because I was used to be the best at it in the company, mm. uh, unofficially, asterisk. Um, <laughs> third place three years in a row. Um, that means the so, best, right? But we all know. Off the record, mm-hmm. I won that title many times. Okay. <laughs> um, I'd have to say basketball. It's got to be basketball. Yeah? Horse. We play horse. Sure, sure. So and you're going to make the shot or you're not going to make the shot. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I mean, Brian can tell you all about this. So, I mean, Mike Weimer, you're out there. I know you're listening. Uh, all these college hoops guys, it's a different ball game when you play the Ruiz at horse. Okay. <laughs> So uh, for all of you out there listening, I think that was a challenge. Um, so be sure to stop by Daniel's desk. Ten dollars a letter. There Let's you go. go. <laughs> challenge him to it. So have you always been a trash talker? Well, I want to say yes because I, I grew up the youngest of four cousins, uh, and we're all about three years apart. And uh, you know, it was a battle just eating breakfast. You know, we would spend the night at each other's houses, so forth as kids, and. I remember one day who got it all started is that my bigger cousins ate my fruity pebbles and, mm. and that was over, you know, mm-hmm. I, that was it. It was fair game considered our parents are all standing together, you know, so it's kind of like, what are you going to do? Um, so at that point, that's whenever I had to kick it up a gear and you start verbally claiming my stuff, okay. so to speak, and uh, <laughs> c- um, hoping nobody would call my bluff, my bigger cousins uh, tend to tended to work, worked out for the most part. So I do take a lot of my... Um, my inspiration from Ric Flair or Chell Sonnen in the UFC, um, I look up to them. I look up to them. They say a lot of times that trash talk, it's a, it's, its own pre-fight, hmm. at least in UFC, MMA. Okay. So when it comes to playing our game of horse and ping pong, it doesn't work with ping pong, I can tell you right now. Really? <laughs> but it can with horse a little bit. 
you can you can get people to play. At least I have gotten people to play a little bit more conservative, take them out of their comfort zone because mm-hmm. they feel like shooting kind of psychs them out. They go, oh, you know, what? I got to make sure I knock some down at mm-hmm. some, some short range ones or what have you. Sure, it's paid dividends for me before. Right on, but, but not I, in ping pong. Not in ping pong. Ping pong's hard. It's too fast. And you either got the skills usually or not from the get-go. Mm. Horses is just one shot at a time. Ping pong's this whole point at a time, one point at a time. And uh, haven't quite figured that that one out yet. So trash talk generally works for the slower sports. It, it definitely like. works for the slower sports. And um, it definitely makes the, the I guess, the faster ports, uh, sports more fun. Okay. So <laughs> uh, I'm curious, what's the best line that you ever delivered then? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I can say all this on air because um, – <laughs> Well, Winter rental friendly. You know, I, I usually start um, very, very passive aggressive mm. in my in my trash talk. And then I graduate into um, what they're wearing sometimes. And, uh, you know, I venture into how they're playing and how they think they're playing. It, it, anything goes. It's not about what you say. It's how you deliver it. Right on. So um, anything's a good trash talk joke. Okay. Try hard enough. Do you solely trash talk like your friends that like know that you don't necessarily mean this in, uh, I don't know, the meanest way? Absolutely. Okay. You, you know, you trash talk the wrong guy. Right, right. <laughs> I like to think I'm wiser than that, but I'm sure I'm going to run across that one day. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I just do it to make, to, to lighten up the mood, have sure. a little fun. I know sure. when to draw back most of the time. So now Jeff, our last guest, um, told us that you're his quote, Brother from another mother. Um, what do you think he means by that? Oh, me and Jeff, we've sat next to each other, or we had sat next to each other for years. Mm. And um, I mean, for for years, I didn't go to the area show. And so while everybody else was gone, me and Jeff were right next to each other uh, working. Yeah, and holding so down the fort. We've, we've, we've developed a, a friendship over the years where we jokingly say we're, we're brothers, just from other mothers. Right, sure. And dads, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, I have a note here to ask you um, if you will grace us with your best Al Bundy impression, your tale of glory from sports in days gone by. Oh, well, that's a great question. My, I mean, if I had to put my greatest one on there, it'd be the sport of shooting. I, I once got shot 11 snakes with 11 consecutive headshots. Boom! They're wow. water moccasins and pests. At our, my grandpa has a farm with some stock ponds on it uh-huh. and uh, had a tree stump growing out of it so naturally the water moccasins would nest in there and we got cattle so sure i had to go to work i saw it as a sport though okay i'm sure (laughs) how many did you say again 11 11 wow okay so this next year they were shot with a 410 uh for those who were wondering snake charmer okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so I've also heard, other than snake charming and shooting and ping-ponging and horse horsing, basketball horsing, whatever that's called, I've heard that you're into MMA fighting. Um, is that just for fitness purposes, or are you planning on making the IT process much more extreme here at Point of Rental? <laughs> it started out with for fitness, and it, 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 I dabbled in MMA competitiveness and, and, and so forth in my late 20s, mm-hmm. but these days it's definitely... Uh, it's definitely there for fitness. Sure. Fitness and, you know, release. Go out. It's like going to the gym. So are you going to be leading the Point of Rental, like, fitness program and just kind of, like, teach MMA classes when we get to our new building? We have all this room. Uh, you know, I would love to. I would love to. I think that people may have a little bit more fun playing video games so they don't sweat. Mm. <laughs> but those who want to have a sweat, absolutely. I'll bring sure. my wrestling mats up here and we can have some grappling matches. There you go. <laughs> 
Um, so what, what got you started in that in the first place? Uh, when I was 24, I was a uh, World of Warcraft guild leader. Okay. And I had very organized in my virtual world and my girlfriend, my wife now, uh, had recommended maybe I concentrate more in the reality. Sure, sure. <laughs> so I took a stroll down the road and uh, saw a, a jujitsu gym, martial <laughs> arts gym, decided to join that same day. And then um, once I got involved in it, it, just, it, it became more of a bigger part of my life than <laughs> I thought it was going to be. And uh, love it. Wow. This seems to be a theme in your life of you're like, I'm going down one track. And then I'm like, wait, hold on. Let me turn and just like completely change. Whether it's going from football to IT mm -hmm. or from always like, video the, games to Always MMA. reserve the right to rethink things. Huh. That's, that's Don't dig your advice. heels in that far. Right, right. Okay. Now let's get to the five important questions. Five important questions. Five Five important questions. Five important questions. Um, number one, what would you say is your greatest success in your life? Marrying my wife, Amy. Ooh, shout out. <laughs> and convincing her to put up and tolerate with me. Mm -hmm. So did you meet Amy while you were working here at Point of Rental then? No, I met Amy in high school. We, we uh, dated when we were 18, so as soon as we graduated. Okay. Uh, Started dating. There you go. So she was kind of part of both of those transitions in your life, going from yeah. football to IT and from video games to MMA. She's been there since day one. Right a lot on. of times a driving factor. Mm-hmm. Very good. So um, if you could tell first day of Point of Rental Daniel one piece of advice on how to be a successful pointer, what would you say? Well, I'll first say go buy some Uber and Amazon stock. Uh, <laughs> secondly... Uh, I would say have patience. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy your career growth. Hmm. Very nice. Um, so what has been your most embarrassing moment as a pointer? That first, that first quarter that I got hired 14 years ago, <clears throat> I, was doing, I was doing grunt work like I should have right. uh, with IT. So one of the things was changing out toner in a printer. Mm -hmm. And things have changed so much in the last 14 years and how they pack these toners. It's it's like baby powder in a bottle, hmm. uh, except there's one particular printer. You had to time it correctly. Otherwise, toner would fall out. Oh. And I got it all over me, my work clothes and everything. It was hilarious. Jason Alvis came out of his office, fell out on the floor laughing. And I knew that I was okay and this was a place to stay. Right. <laughs> I can make a mistake and then we can laugh about it. That's a good place to be in. Um, so, okay, let's just say that it is now illegal. I mean, I know pr that toner has changed in printers from now on, um, but let's just say that it's now illegal to spill toner, um, at any point in your life. And it is not just illegal, but like super illegal to like, now you've been sentenced to death because of that one experience you had, <laughs> um, probably by guillotine. Um, cause in my mind, society has like pendulum swung back to like the 18th century, at least for this question. Um, I know it's terrible, but. Here we are, and now you have to choose your last meal. What would you choose? Oh, my goodness. That's a, that's a loaded question, too, because I disagree with the narrative that I'd even be caught. Um, <laughs> highly mean, unlikely I'd be taken alive. Mm. Anyways. Um, it would have to be chicken enchiladas with sour cream sauce with a side of refried beans and Mexican rice and maybe some of that invisible serum in that, from that movie Hollow Man. Um, that'd be it. Is this something that you make regularly? You know, I figured that, hey, since we're just, you know, pretending here, 
Right. Maybe I'll slap that in there too. There you go. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Good choice. Um, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? I would love to be able to fall asleep whenever I wanted. Mm. Just tell my brain, shut off, go to sleep. That'd be a great gift. It's, a, it's one of the most overlooked gifts out there right now, hmm. in my opinion. Um, tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. Marvel comics and all the other movies that are based off comics are extremely overrated. Really? Do you want to do you want to back that up? Oh, uh, you know what? Do you sense some of that animosity in my voice? Yeah, a little it's bit. It's only because all the <laughs> movies are flooded with it. That's mm. the only reason. All the movie theaters are all flooded with it and I have friends that get lost in this fake world. I mean, I know other movies, but it just seems like the same movie just redone. Mm. In my opinion. I think that one shot you're dead. Put some hardcore rules in place on these these movies. And you might, you might get my attention. You might get my green dollars. Right on. But I'm done. Okay, you're ready to move on. So you're much more of a Disney movie man than... Well, I have three kids. Okay. So I'm on my way around the Disney library. And right I'm, on. I'm no stranger. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me a secret about Point of Rental. Point of Rental used to reside in the back room of a rental store for years. Um, we didn't... Corner Rentals logo was not the big bright green, you know, logo that we had. Things were we Corner had a beginning. Now I love the original logo. For the record, it's 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 nostalgia to me. I still have my shirts. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just going to show how far back we used to be. We used to be out of. Um, somebody may call us a small business, you know, because where we were, and then mm -hmm. we we've grown so much since then. We've hit a milestone. It was a huge milestone when we moved in to our current office on the third floor here. Mm -hmm. uh, and now we're going another milestone. We're moving into our entirely own building. Right. So, you know, a lot of people may not know, but back then we had, I think there was 20 employees and we made the jump to this, this floor, the, this, this space uh, at the 20 employee, about the 20 employee mark or mm -hmm. so. So there's going to be around 140 uh, plus employees who, who might not know that. Right. Humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. So um, who is the next pointer that I should talk to for this podcast? I recommend Andy Haas. Andy Haas. All yes. right. What is it that he does here? Do you know? He, he, he's in DevOps where okay. he does uh, configuration through uh, coding. Mm -hmm. uh, and he knows his way around a server okay. routing. So forth. great one for you. You have to ask him about his camper, his new camper that he bought. Okay, I'll be sure to take note of that. <laughs> you got it. Um, well, thank you, Daniel, for chatting today. It has been a delight talking to you. And to all pointers listening, send him some love this week. Stop by his desk, give him a virtual high five, and send him a gif of your favorite MMA fighter. Um, and let him know that you care. Um, I hope this podcast encourages you to reach out to the people around you, get to know them, go to lunch with them, and share your stories. You never know what you may learn. Thanks for listening today, and we'll keep the porch light burning for you. But I'm done.